0: Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for June 28, 2020. On this day in 1914 at about 10.45 a.m., Heir presumptive to the Austro-Hungarian throne, Archduke Franz Ferdinand and his wife were assassinated in Sarajevo, the capital of the Austro-Hungarian province of Bosnia, by Gavrilo Princip. Nineteen at the time and a member of Young Bosnia, Princip was just one of a group of assassins organized and armed by the Black Hand. The event led to a chain of events that eventually triggered World War I. Ferdinand and his wife Sophie departed their estate for Bosnia-Herzegovina on June 23rd. Having received multiple warnings to cancel the trip, the Archduke knew that danger potentially awaited them. After arriving at a spa town a few miles outside of Sarajevo, Ferdinand attended two days of military exercises, while Sophie visited schools and orphanages. On a whim, the couple drove in one evening to check out Sarajevo's bazaars. While there, they attracted a crowd of onlookers, including Prinship, but were apparently treated with warmth and politeness. Following a banquet with religious and political leaders, only one day of events remained before Ferdinand and Sophie were to return home. That morning, on June 28th, the Archduke sent a telegram to his eldest son, congratulating him on his latest exam results. He and Sophie then boarded a train for the short ride into Sarajevo. For once, Sophie was permitted to walk alongside Ferdinand during a brief troop inspection, after which the couple got in an open-topped car for a motorcade ride to City Hall. The car in front of them was supposed to carry six specially trained officers, but instead had only one, plus three local policemen. In fact, throughout the trip, Austro-Hungarian officials allegedly focused more attention on dinner menus than security details. Meanwhile, seven young Bosnians had fanned out along the Apple K, a a main avenue in Sarajevo running parallel to the Mityaka River. When the motorcade passed by, its route having been published in advance, one of the assassins asked which car carried the Archduke. He then hurled his bomb at the car, only to watch it bounce off the folded-up roof and roll underneath the wrong vehicle. The subsequent explosion wounded two army officers and several bystanders, but left Ferdinand and Sophie essentially unharmed. The assassin jumped into the mostly dry riverbed and made a half-hearted attempt to kill himself before being apprehended. I am a Serbian hero, he purportedly shouted as the police led him away. At least two other young Bosnians also had good looks at the Archduke, but apparently lost the nerve to attempt an assassination. Rather than immediately flee Sarajevo, Ferdinand decided to continue on to the planned event at City Hall. Upon finishing that up, he insisted on visiting the wounded officers in the hospital. In order to dissuade any other bomb throwers, the motorcade zipped down the Apple K at high speeds. By mistake, however, the first three cars turned onto a side street right where Prinship happened to be standing. As the cars attempted to reverse back onto the Apple K, Princip whipped out his pistol and fired two shots at the Archduke from point-blank range, piercing him in the neck and also striking Sophie's abdomen. Zophie, Sophie, don't die. Stay alive for our children, Ferdinand murmured. But within minutes, both had passed away. Princip, a slender 19-year-old Serbian army reject, later admitted to killing Ferdinand, but said he had not meant to hit Sophie. Three weeks too young for the death penalty, Princip was given a 20-year sentence, but contracted tuberculosis and died just three years later at the age of 23. With tensions already running high among Europe's powers, the assassination precipitated a rapid descent into World War I. First, Austria-Hungary gained German support for punitive actions against Serbia. It then sent Serbia an ultimatum, worded in a way that made acceptance unlikely. Serbia proposed arbitration to resolve the dispute, but Austria-Hungary instead declared war on July 28th of 1914, exactly one month to the day after Ferdinand's death. By the following week, Germany, Russia, France, Belgium, Montenegro, and Great Britain had all been drawn into the conflict, and other countries like the United States would enter later. Overall, more than 9 million soldiers and nearly that many civilians would die in fighting that lasted until 1918. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.